everyone and welcome into today's Irish NFL show with me, Colm Cronin, and I am very pleased to be joined by Chrissy McKee. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Chum? I, I'm not too shabby. Um, I, I suppose the the look the intro um and and the elephant in the room. I I thought I would be introducing you as Chris McKee from the Talking Balls podcast, but not news <laughs> today. The Talking Balls podcast um will not be continuing at least in its current form. And I suppose everyone's going to kind of want to know um what what happened, what's going on, are we going to see it again? Well, I know I kind of found out at the same time everyone else did. Uh, Chris had put a message in the, the Talking Balls Discord uh, this afternoon to kind of say, hey guys, just so you know, it's not happening anymore. Um, which is quite surprising to me. So I messaged Chris, Dave and Neil being like, um, what, what's going on and why haven't I been told properly? Uh, I think it's just whenever you're dealing with four people making a show, you know, you've got personalities and, and people taking on uh, different responsibilities. And sometimes whenever just personalities clash, you know, it just tends to, tends to go as far as something kind of needs to end here. And unfortunately... The casualty in this instance was Talking Balls podcast and in turn Green Zone and Talking Flag that was just about to start and Talking ELF that was meant to start, I want to say tomorrow as well. So it's it's been a very interesting day so far to say the least. Um yeah, uh, I, I, I can I can imagine, and um, you know, uh, so as I said, it, it was I, I, this was this was kind of planned to to do this interview, and then all of this happened uh, just a, just a couple of hours ago. So I imagine you are processing, uh, as you said, you you just found out at the same time as kind of everyone else. Um, let's let's take a, a step back from from that. I think. You know, we we have to to talk about yeah. that, but I I invited you on not just as <laughs> just as the host of uh you know to, to talking about podcast, but um because of you know your your interest in the game, and I know that like you are a sports lover, been involved in um, a number of different sports competitively for the better part of of a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose, talk to me about, you know, uh, your love of sports and how you came um, to uh, be a, a fan of uh, the great game of American football. I'm very lucky that I grew up with a very competitive dad who, whenever I was little, was always playing sports. You know, one of the first things I made him drag me to was judo. I think when I was five maybe <laughs> maybe younger than that so I've always I've always been really interested in sport you know whenever you go to secondary school as well you know you have you know you have your main sport ours was hockey so you know playing playing competitive sport and then going into rugby and playing at all Ireland level has just been a natural progression um but the people that actually got me into American football would be my two older cousins that I'd probably be really close with. 
Uh, they love all American sports. They they were really big into baseball and football. And you, we started out as like a a pit. We started out as a Patriots family. You know, me being uneducated at that point was just like, oh, okay, they like they like the Patriots. So now I do. Um, that's well, I have developed away from them. I have. Um, I my own like personal like journey into uh, the NFL was I started watching college football, and I the first game I happened to see was Stanford against Iowa State in Rose Bowl game. Uh, I think it was Christian McCaffrey's last year at Stanford, and it was the first play. I'm pretty sure it was the first play of a scrimmage. Uh, he gets a check down and runs straight for a touchdown. It's like, oh, this is this is really interesting. So I end up like watching him and following him through the draft. So then I became a Carolina Panthers fan and got two of McCaffrey's jerseys hanging up in my wardrobe. And then now that he has moved to the 49ers and actually is being a lot more successful than he was at the Panthers. I'm now, you know, I think red, red's a good look on me. So, you know, go 49ers. <laughs> and uh, to, to, let's go back. Like, how did you come across college football? Like, football, you know, because that's an interesting one for people on this side of the Atlantic, right? Yeah. As you said, like, you know, the NFL was there, but like to start watching college ball initially. Because generally people get kind of maybe indoctrinated into the NFL and then they're like, oh, what does this look like at the college level? Because they, you know, they learn about the draft, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas you obviously heard about the NFL, but you start watching college ball. Like, how did you, did you come across that? It was, I think it was a, a recommended video on YouTube. I think it was just game highlights. Uh, so I watched the highlights and was like, this is really cool and this kid this like 21 year old kid is really impressive so i went from watching the highlights found uh the full game and watched it so then uh just kind of kept kept watching college football obviously when mccaffrey went out i decided i should pick a team instead of just a player so i ended up watching a lot of oklahoma sooners football uh i think i got one or two years of when Baker was playing and just thought that they were like a total package team you know you had you had the impressive quarterbacks you had like the likes of Samaj P. Ryan was the first Oklahoma running back I'd seen and you saw him breaking records in, in a game you had your wide receivers and then you know you had the likes of Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts you wanting to transfer into Oklahoma. You know, you you wouldn't see like someone like Jalen Hurts that was Bama. He was a Bama backup quarterback. Go, I'm gonna move to Oklahoma. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't say that for a top top caliber quarterback that he is now, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that oh yeah that's that's someone that came from a school like Oklahoma just whenever you have the likes of Bama, Ohio State, LSU being the top names. Uh, 
And I suppose in, in terms then, uh, you know, of your, you know, so we've heard like how you got interested in it. Um, and you know, the, the Christian McCaffrey entry point, which, um, uh, makes sense given what a phenomenal player he is, but obviously, you know, your interest has, has grown and developed because you've been involved in, in a number of different aspects. So to, to tell us more, a little bit about like how the, the, the journey, how the journey expanded. Yeah. So from watching all of that, obviously, if I heard someone talk about NFL or college football, I'd throw my two cents in and actually happenstance was my old PT was an old coach of the NI Razorbacks. Uh, we'd be having our PT sessions and like to, to, dis to distract me during like a core move or something. He's like, right, me and me, uh, this team and this team and this team. And just, I was like, okay, he, he really knows what he's talking about. And he uh, brought up the league and, and was like, oh, you know, like it doesn't say that girls can't play in the league. So I was like, you know what? Let's just see what this is about. Coming, coming from a rugby background, it was like I can hit and hit hard. <laughs> so that that was never daunting, especially whenever you threw someone a helmet and shoulder pads. And then it just kind of, kind of snowballed from there. Really, I I I, li I like that. Like nicely, kind of understated because. Yeah, you so you've been involved in the the playing side, and you aren't the first person to come on, on this podcast and to to say I I I like I like hitting things. So I big <laughs> football. Um, but you know, uh, in where 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 to go next? Obviously, look this this year you you've been de dealing with a major injury and and injury rehab, and what has that been like? And how how have you kind of been? in dealing because major injuries are are tough and it's a it's a lonely road yeah it's it's been tough mentally more than anything so it was about months ago now i, I think everything is just kind of been a blur uh actually dislocated my kneecap in within 20 minutes of our game against the razorbacks uh i had to get carried off um Waiting to see a knee surgeon next Wednesday to give me MRI results. Uh, basic testing done by the doctor said meniscus and MCL damage. So I'm waiting to see what the full extent is based on the MRI, which is, uh, you know, prepare for the worst, hope for the best kind of situation. But, you know, it's, it could always be worse. No, ma no matter what sport and injury is it, it could always be worse which is what I've all been saying in the back of my mind since you know and it's just doing something each day to distract me and get me out of the house you know I think it's more the the loss of independence because I can't drive so I'm really it's like a it's like I'm a, a teenager again and have to rely on mum and dad to take me anywhere I need to go and like bargain with them. It's like, look, I just want to go around to the shop. That's all I want. I want to get a fizzy drink. <laughs> I just need out. So it's it's relying, relying on people. Um, you know, I've ha I had a lot of guys, as soon as it happened, reach out and say like, look, 
you you need anything you you let us know i can help with once you know with this rehab program i can i can do physio for you so it's it's just playing the long waiting game now and i think that's 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 going to be the worst thing really yeah, and I, but I think like even when you hear things, right? Is we we all hear about injuries, and you think about say the, the the rehab, but it's the simple things like the fact that you know you're you're reliant on um, getting a, a lift uh, from from your parents, and it kind of transports you back kind of ten years in in yeah. that respect, <laughs> and and it, it's the the little things like that that sometimes we don't we don't see, um, and that can be kind of so so challenging. Um, so in terms then, I suppose, of like, you know, get getting involved with, you know, um, talking balls and like your interest in, you know, talking about the, the game, like when, when was that something that you were always interested in? Was that something that you've been involved in, in other sports or, or how did that come about? I had originally, this was over lockdown, being on a podcast with three of my friends that were actually involved with BAFA as as current players and a former player. Um, over lockdown, we were just like, let's talk about mental health. Um, let's see how people are doing during lockdown, see how, you know, what they've used to cope and manage and, you know, what their outlook is. And then we talked about all of their, their football background, which which really helped me kind of get involved in that. Um, then one of the guys was actually involved with the Frankfurt Galaxy. So we were always trying to just get on the same page with a schedule and just some, it just kept not lining up right. So I hadn't really thought about any of that. And then... I'd followed the Talking Balls page whenever it first started. You know, they started off just chatting about the NFL. And I ended up going to the Razorbacks Super Bowl party in Franklin's. And the guys were there. They were doing videos and stuff. And then it pulled me over, got me in the rebirth. and was like, thank you for this free seat because my feet are sore. (laughs) And Chris was like, look, we want to bring you on. (laughs) This is this is very random. It's like, yeah, we've been talking about it for weeks, and we want to bring you on. You know, obviously, you play. You you have you have an idea of how how the leagues work, and would love love you to come on. You know, it wasn't it wasn't something that I'd really prepared for, and definitely not something that if you had asked me, what would you think of you being like a a podcast host for the FI? Well. That's a bit weird, but okay. And you know, it just it just got better and better. You know, you got you got to know people in the league, you got to know teams a bit more. Um you, we were we had so much interaction that I, I wasn't prepared for. Uh Chris will uh Chris would say, you know, him and I and Dave actually all uh, in one match I got a we leave the podcast. It's really good and that that was actually really really cool to see that you know you talking nonsense with you know, three four other people for an hour or sometimes more depending on who we had on uh like people were interested in it and it was something that people wanted to watch and that was just that was just really mind-blowing but also cool as well um t- 
tell me about some of, I suppose, uh, your your favorite moments uh, of the the uh, of podcasting thus far. I I like just the kind of nonsense of it. Like you know, we we always said that we weren't we were kind of affiliated with AFI, but it was we. What I really liked was we spoke our truths you know we could say here this isn't great in the league this isn't great this is done really well you know we would we would try and more come of it as we're people that pay to play in this league you know this is what we like this is what we don't like this is what we want to see and that was i think good for not only us but for people that currently play as well because they'd never really had people voice an opinion that they might share and they you know maybe didn't feel like they could share it kind of thing you should be i think it's cool being able to let people know that they're not the only ones that think a certain way about a certain thing you know whether it's anything to do with the league or just anything in general you know being being a kind of uh it sounds really weird so being a, a voice for people that are kind of scared or worried to talk is that's that's pretty cool i i like how you know you, you started that by saying i like the nonsense yeah <laughs> but but it, it it quickly became apparent that really what it is is the authenticity and that that was one of the things that you you brought and and were kind of passionate about and providing you know a, a platform and an opinion that were uh, authentic and that other people could relate to and clearly that is something um that that people did um so in, in terms i suppose of um you know um for for you and we touched on you know in, in relation to the injury but is, is your aim to hopefully be back on on the fields next year yeah that's that's the one thing i'm not 100 percent sure about just you know whenever you dislocate something it then becomes prone to, to re-dislocation quite constantly and um, I kind of I said this to my dad, and he kind of laughed, and was like, "If it was a shoulder, I'd have no issue, no issue with that. Just pop that back in. Only need one arm to drive, that kind of thing. But whenever it's a knee, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's a lot different. Especially, you know, it's I kind of look at it in the terms of me playing rugby as well. You know, people go for my knees." you know that's always going to be in the back of my mind but I don't want to close any doors until you I get results from MRI where I know okay this is the extent of the damage this is how long you're going to be out you know I I don't like saying I'm done until I get to the stage where I I'll try it and if it's not on the cards it's not on the cards I, that makes a lot, a lot of sense, you know. I mean, again, you, you, you're you not sitting with, uh, you know, a, a quarter of a billion dollar contract, <laughs> and, you know, a whole host of physios and 
uh, your own personal um, pool that you can uh, meet your trainer in in the morning. Again, it's the reality of it, the fact that you know you there 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 is life outside of it. There's a job. There's everything um, that that goes with it. So it makes an awful lot of sense what what you're saying in terms, I suppose, of because um, obviously you know you are very in tune with the. Um, the, the league and uh, all, all its happenings. How closely do you keep an eye on the NFL in, in the off season or do you kind of put that, um, is that kind of on the, the back burner while the, the league season is going on? I kind of like to just chill out whenever NFL off season is happening. You know, I, I don't like being super analytical over it because I just like, I like to watch it, you know, it's flick on, on a Sunday, flick on green zone and just zone out, you know, that's why I don't even do fantasy teams because I've, I do not need that much attention put on something where every waking minute is like, is this player playing? Oh no, what's it? <laughs> so it's, you know, all the off, off season for, for NFL is all, like you said, is also like our, our full like domestic league so you know that kind of takes precedent um you know i've i've been chatting to chris and you know we we want we want to bring a green zone style product back at some point we don't for anyone watching we do not have a time scale yet (laughs) so (laughs) but i know that i've been messaged by eight people today you saying how much they loved green zone and and what they thought it did for the league you know even even the league president watched it and really enjoyed it uh you know that that's that's pretty cool whenever you you know you think you know just sitting talking about games each week oh the president of the league actually likes it so you know which we want we want to give something for the players of this league to be proud of and for them to get recognition, you know, we there's just no time scale on it yet, and I think that's that's most likely where the the NFL's off season will will just be my podcasting season, and then I will sleep for the rest of the time. Uh, well, it's it's nice that they kind of um, work work in tandem. Uh, yeah. like that. So I remember. Um, I think before the season started, uh, having um, some of the UCD crew on and uh, Thomas Fitzgerald kind of talking about that, how it just worked perfectly. You come off the back of the NFL season and slide in uh, to to the AFI season. Um, and in terms of you know the this season um, thus far. Um, we're coming to towards the business end. Yeah, the the sea of the season now. Uh, give give me your your thoughts on you know how the the various divisions are are poised and and, and things maybe that have kind of jumped out at you. Um, I think well, in terms say we'll we'll stay, start at the bottom. So division two, uh, you're looking at all all teams because well because there's only four teams. You know each team will have a semi final and there will be a final. Uh, Trinity folded again. Uh, 
before they played half of their matches. So I I think in the bylaws that that means that they aren't able to play contact next year or kitted next year. I think they can only do flag. But you look in uh kind of a soft spot for me is is the Causeway Giants. Uh they they got a brand new head coach in this year with Conan Jal, who has a lot of experience in Baffa and he was uh Team G B under nineteen coach. So you know he's come in there and has been able to instill a lot of knowledge for them. It's I think the bowl game there is going to be the Wexford Eagles and the Giants. I see I can see Wexford. I can see Wexford which coach Clapton off taking that one. Uh Division One has been very interesting to watch and be a part of. Uh, just, you know, you had teams coming down from last year. You had a couple of teams move up. Um, obviously, the Jets, we did not do well at, at all. <laughs> you know, winless isn't fun. But you've seen, you've seen the growth of the teams like the Razorbacks, who, you know, didn't start off well, but hit hit once it hit, like, halfway through the season got their stride and it's continued. You've got the likes of Life Mavericks who everyone looks at as like, oh, you're a small team. Oh, we'll we'll beat them. And they had their first defeat last week. You know, this is a squad of I think twenty five, someone said, and there's just there's something in the water down in life with how they play. Cause every time you look at it, you know, they'll go up against a team that has like forty people and they'll still win nine times out of ten, absolutely right them. I think the bowl game for Div 1 is going to be, I'm going to say, Leith Mavericks and UL Vikings, which would be very interesting. And then Premier, you know, we've just we've just seen that the Craig Avon Cowboys have been relegated. You know, uh, again, winless isn't, isn't something that's fun but I think that to be able to give their their rookies a good shot you know coming dropping down a division will really help that and it will give them more competitive um experience that isn't against the likes of the rebels or UCD that just destroy people um Rebels are sitting sitting pretty on top. They're undefeated. Uh, UCD, UCD, who won last year, who seemed to... They've lost against the Rebels twice. Twice, and uh, Admirals once. Hmm. You know, Admirals are, Admirals are still going strong. Um, so it'll be interesting to see between the three. You know, I have, I have the Rebels definitely in the bowl game and then it'll be interesting to see between UCD and and the Admirals who shows up when's needed so that just you know it it doesn't matter you getting to the big game it matters what you do in the big game okay that's that's my knowledge of the last like 14 weeks I think that's a that's a pretty solid summary in in fairness, um, and I, I suppose um, you know 
Chris, because you, you touched on it, um, you know, a, a little bit earlier in terms of when you were saying, uh, you know, what you were able to talk about, you know, your own experiences in the league and stuff like that. What are some of the the things that you you might like to see change? Because it it you know there it it feels like the league has come a long way. There are very exciting things happening um, th- this summer uh, on on the island. Yeah. But what are I suppose what are the other things you know as, as somebody who who has played and been involved? What are some of the things that you would like to to see change? I would like to see the refing standard get a lot better. You know, it's every, every sport, everyone complains about the refs. But, you know, so for our games, you'll have like a white cap and his assistant. They'll be league officials. You know, all they do is refs. And you'll have, you're meant to have two TPOs uh, from teams. You, you're given out, uh, you're given out a rota essentially at the start of the season and your your qualified TPOs will be sent to a game to ref. What's been happening for the last wee bit is just teams aren't sending their TPOs. So you're actually having to get players of the teams playing say, right, I'll not play this game that I've been really excited to play. I'll go ref. And then whenever you have two players, you know, from from the teams playing, you know, all that throws in is you you get the shouts of, oh, that's bias, that's bias. But you have you have to work with what you've got. And, you know, I think the league really needs to step up on that. Um you know, it's it's not fair to the guys that train their asses off to have per refing standards. Especially whenever it comes to, you know, ultimately they're there to ensure player safety. You we whenever we were playing, you know, we had some some hits against our quarterback, like around the head, his helmet was nearly pulled off, and you had refs kind of saying there's like nothing I can do about it. I didn't see it. It's like when it happened and it is that adrenaline and that frustration. It's like, but it happened right there. You know, it's it's a lot of times it's people, you know, a lot of rookies go in to TPO and because you're paid to do it. But also, you know, I think clubs go, ah, you're unexperienced here. If you do this, it'll really help us out and people want to help their clubs. I think Raffin really needs to step it up. Uh, one other thing I would like to change is like how the league promotes stuff because there has been nothing bar two requests for flag refs for this European Championship that is happening <laughs> this summer on this island. There's been nothing to say. What are you doing this summer? We are promoting this giant flag tournament like proper proper tournament there's just there's been nothing and it's 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 disappointing whenever you know that's that's something that everyone can get behind that's something all your flag players can get behind you you want like uh there's been posts about you know trying to get more uh female flag players for the national team and so like you know it's well promote what you're trying to get them to 
in order to get more interest to play the sport? I think, uh, to, I mean, for, it, it's it's interesting to, to hear, I suppose, your perspective on it. And in terms of the the refing, it, I think you there are a number of things you hit on. One, it's across all sports, like every sport that you see, right? And and from the top level, yeah. like we had, like the, the, the Premier League is just done. Like it felt like this year, almost more than any other people were complaining about referee. Uh, we're ju- just coming off the back, um, you know, and obviously being, um, from from core hurling is something, but it feels like uh, you know we've had uh, some amazing hurling matches. But people have been on about re- the refereeing standards. It, no matter what sport you, you look at, and I think so, some of it is um, you know what what you talked about there. We need to find ways, I think, to to support referees and to put more people in place. And some of it probably like I, I guess some stuff, and I, I get it from a player's perspective but you know how can you not have seen x but sometimes you just yeah, don't 100 like, yeah sometimes you can genuinely just depending on your angle on it or somebody's in the way or you just you turn at the wrong moment and you didn't see the the first thing happen and you only saw the the second thing um but i do think the you know when you are you, you need a big pool to to draw on uh um, 100 that that is when when you're saying like the you know you're you're having to kind of pull people from here and there that, that does impact on on everyone and that is going to impact on on standards if that is the case and then that leads to additional frustrations um but for for referees it's it's not something i would i would ever want to do oh, so i know admiration for those who choose to go down that route certainly yeah it's like i always say it takes a special kind of this person to want to play a violent sport like like American football. It takes a completely different standard of person to want to ref it. <laughs> That's just not safe. That is less safe than actually like getting hit by someone. <laughs> yeah, so certainly. So kudos to to those who who do uh, choose to to do that. Um, and and in terms, I suppose, of the 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 flag um, side of things, I mean, there there is there's going to be a huge tournament. I I know when Aiden was on with us, the he said that they they would be looking for people. Now that was a that was good, probably. I want to say, well, what are what are we now? We're we're sitting here in mid June. No. Um, that was probably February, because it was I think before the the season started. Yeah, um, and he didn't have logistics, but. It, yeah, I think from what you're saying, and I think it is very evident, um, th- there's a lot of excitement around the things that are going to happen um, this year. And, the, you know, the, I suppose the, the league itself, I think the profile is up, the the flag, the college game, Rod Woodson, et cetera, et cetera. And people probably are looking to, to get involved. Um, so ho- hopefully there will be avenues to allow them to, to do that because, uh, as you said, there are people out there who want to. Um, and if we can continue to, to build on uh, the good work that has gone on and generate and grow more interest in the game that we're all kind of passionate about, then that is something that, that we all, all want. So I think hopefully 
uh, you know, maybe your call for that can, can be heard. <laughs> and that, that this can provide a, a platform to, to do that. Um, it's been really interesting to kind of hear, you know, how, how you got interested in the sport and, and, and playing it and how you think um, that the, the, um, the games are, are going to go. Um, I, I know, um, I, I mentioned it before, um, that uh, Liam Ryan had had been tipping uh, the the uh, the rebels and the admirals to go to the the bowl game um, even before the the season started. Uh, so wait, let's let's see how how your predictions play yeah. out. Um, maybe we can have you back on again in uh, after Ooh, the the game. Maybe. <laughs> how right or wrong was I? <laughs> um, if there are, are people out there, uh, Chrissy, who want to uh, find you on, on social media, how can they go about doing that? So my Instagram is, is Chrissy underscore McKee, C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E underscore M-C-K-E-E. Perfect. And I'll make sure that I put that into the show notes. Um, but all that remains for now is to thank you for taking the time to join me, um, to wish you to to wish you all the best for your recovery, and um, you know to to wish you success for what whatever uh, fo- <laughs> follows on in the in the future. Thanks very thank much you. for listening thank you, to the Irish NFL Show. We truly appreciate all of our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever platform you use to listen. It really makes a difference in terms of helping others to find the show. Also, if you want, reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, or email info at irishnflshow.com. Let us know your thoughts. If you have ideas for guests or a topic you would like us to cover. 